Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with a guest who's talking to us from Ohio. Uh, Fran Bailey, say hello to our audience. Hello, all. (laughs) Hello, all. Um, Fran, who is she? Um, she has a, she's quite an, a unique person. Um, she has had extensive training in dancing combined with energy healing. And this is some kind of, I've heard this before, actually, uh, but um, it's not obviously the same story and has evolved into, um, a simple method for evolving the, uh, the mind, body, heart, soul. And since 2002, Fran has channeled her passion in the Shiva method, seeking harmony in energy, voice, action. We'll start off with that. Just let me get um, finished introducing you. This process resets your system to restore with practical techniques to live more consciously through energetic awareness. And she's thrilled to share this work that she's used in years of clients consultations in emergence to offer clarity, distinction, and balance. Over 16 years ago, Fran studied with world-renowned energy healer Rosalind Bruyere, resulting in awakening to the metaphysical metaphysical, um, aspect of her life. So for 12 years, Fran worked as an energy healer for the Alliance Institute for Integrative Medicine under doctors Steve and and Sandy Armoyles in Cincinnati, Ohio. And subsequently, she um, began developing her meditation and psychic skills with noted psychic healers, John Friedlander and Gloria Hemster. Hemsher, sorry, authors of the definitive, definitive books, Basic Psychic Development and Psychic Psychology. So um, for additional information, I'll write that all underneath the, the um, episode description. But let me start by, uh, let's go backwards, if you don't mind, Fran. Um, what is the book Basic Psychic Development and Psychic Psychology about? Are they two different books? Yeah, they're two different books. Um, So basically, how I got into, um, as a dancer and healer, they helped me, Rosalind helped me obviously understand energy and how to run energy on the body. And of course, innately, I knew that because of my own dance training, Mm -hmm. study of anatomy. And um, Dr. Moyle said, I said, you can see energy. That's why I studied with Rosalind. So... Uh, it was a very natural process. I grew up in a metaphysical 
background and understood the positive energy and that mm-hmm. self-healing is is really where it's at basically yeah. and um john and gloria helped me to find that deeper meditative state where i could actually tap into my own psychic ability mm-hmm. so um that really was a blessing to understand how to combine it all would you, know, all you the suggest um their books for anyone wanting to develop their uh psychic abilities yeah for sure yeah yeah they're uh-huh. they're very they're they're very smart um and it it's it's a kind of scientific it's very basic and it's uh-huh. really physics so if you understand the the psychology of the personality number 1 number 2 understand tapping into the the higher self through the third eye and, mm-hmm. and going into those realms to develop your ability is just remarkable it's really wonderful mm-hmm. so but and, as you um, know you have to yeah you have to go through that deep meditation practice to get to that place Mhm. A so. lot of people from all of the people I've interviewed um who have been masters at meditation. I've learned so much about meditation and that there are so many different styles, there are so many different schools of thought. So meditation is just such so, such a wide um topic to discuss. It really mm-hmm. depends on your perspective uh, and your your own I don't want to say policy but the way you see things um mm-hmm. when i started introducing you we mentioned the shiva method can you tell us more about that yeah so um you know as a dancer and then becoming an energy healer um i was actually channeling in my house this word shiva when i was working with john and gloria and um I said what is that? So seeking harmony and energy voice and action sort of combined what my concept and idea of self-healing is so that you can use energy to heal yourself if you're directed correctly and believe in your own abilities to heal yourself. So this is a self-healing method. Uh-huh. And it and has to do why with the energy voice well because it's all the process of the chakras you know you've got the the energy and the voice and you respond to what you're experiencing number 1 through body mind heart soul but it's there's action there there's voice and in what way can you give everything. us an example well um let's say for instance i just wrote about the fifth chakra in my right. blog on my my uh-huh. website mhm and the fifth Which chakra is, is Uh sorry which the is the throat the throat the throat No your website <laughs> I know which oh, chakra sorry. is the fifth oh. <laughs> Uh Fran Bailey oh. healer.com.com yeah. okay sorry Fran Bailey <laughs> Fran Bailey healer.com that's funny the throat so, the throat, the throat. Um, <laughs> I hear you <laughs> Yeah yeah you hear me So the fifth chakra is is the voice right communication yeah. and uh the element of the fifth chakra is sound and space mhm so if you think about sound and space what you know what's coming into your ears or what's what are you responding to and having the space to respond 
through your heart and your authentic self. So it's sort of a combination of all those things. Let's say you're listening to um, a piece of music and you respond uh-huh. viscerally with your body. So it's mm-hmm. all energy. It's all a process. Uh-huh. Um, can you give me a little more of, of a description how you work as an energy healer for the Institute? Uh, for um, for integrative medicine, how exactly does it work? A person comes to you, what's the first step? Is there some form of uh, process that you follow? Right. Well, for if, with that institute, I worked as an energy healer with an MD, yeah. mm-hmm. acupuncturist, and a chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. So I would do the energy section, and so... Yeah. My intuitive ability, we would have these sort of consults with about that patient, what we felt was correct. Or so eventually, I just it, it, I kind of went beyond a little bit more, and so I started my practice in my house. And so when someone comes to see me, I look at their body, mind, heart, soul. You scan. Collectively. You scan them. Scan, and they either come and I put them on the table. They may have had some cancer treatments. They may have had some mm-hmm. chemo that needs the energy out of their body. They may go, be going through a crisis of divorce, yeah. death, <laughs> life change, uh, um, or just simple balancing, business change, mm-hmm. emotional, you know, all those things. So they all fall into one place. So I either sit them across one by one, mm-hmm. um, and I read their energy, we do a clearing, a physical meditation clearing, and then yeah. I put them on the table. Uh-huh. Or I'll do movement with them, and we'll do, it depends on what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be doing dancing stuff. I might be doing alignment stuff. Mm-hmm. So all these techniques kind of roll into one. Um, this and this um, it comes, well, it comes to mind um, the name of Carolyn Mace. Uh, yeah. medical intuition, you know, um, mm-hmm. she was very instrumental. She still is in teaching that and it's written, um, a lot about that. Well, yeah. Now let me so, get to the topic that I, if you don't mind, can I cut you <laughs> off? <or? laughs> Go right ahead. Okay. Because, um, you mentioned to me the Enneagram now, to date, I have had no one talk about the Enneagram. Can you start by telling me how you got into that? What exactly is it? What does it do? How do you use it? Everything. Okay. Talk yeah. to me as if I were a child. <laughs> right. So the reason I got into it was, uh, one, my children were graduating from college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working on my method and becoming, you know, quite a good healer. But I knew that I needed to go a little bit deeper. Okay. So in order to become really clear about the human condition or the human nature to understand the person, you must understand the personality. Right. So the Enneagram is a study of personalities. Okay. Now, so it's like... Go ahead. It was designed by uh, a man named Gurdjieff, in the 1930s, mm-hmm. um, and he actually studied cultures all over the world. Yeah, and he studied movement. Uh huh. 
and create created a kind of a uh, this one piece, this choreography that included all types. Yeah. Body type, heart type, and mind type. Uh-huh. And the piece is, is like we're all one. Right. And we all share all those things. So so it it went through a lot of shifts and changes and it became so more it of a psychological quite that old. Yeah, it's that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there are three types, the mm-hmm. body type and it's um, the Enneagram is nine. Three what types do you mean of it's each nine. Ennea is ma- is nine, means uh-huh. nine. Mm-hmm. And the Enneagram is a is a circle. So it's a circle with all these points. Nine meeting. points. Mm-hmm. Nine points. And so for instance, um, the body type has three, which is at the top of the circle. Yeah. Then you then you have the heart type, which is around the side, and then mm-hmm. you have the head type, which are three, and then the head type. So, it, and then you cross, like for instance, a two would go to an eight, would go to a back to a four. So you're, it's either you're all heart, body, or instinct, they call it. Mm-hmm. So you're all three, but you tend to go towards one when you take this sort of test, personality test. Do you find that it is quite faithful, it's quite reliable that you, when you work with people, have you found that? Yes, I think, you know, in any system, you can learn about your um, so-called patterns, right? And then I don't tend to hold on to the pattern. I understand myself and understand everybody Mm -hmm. else, but if you don't want to get locked into it. So it's like this overview of all of our personalities and where we Mm -hmm. fit in and how someone might react. And so I took that information and, you know, put it into the Shiva method where I actually can tell energetically what type a person is, which is fascinating. Um, I'm going to ask you an ethical uh, issue. Do you need, what information do you need from the person to, uh, create their Enneagram or to read their Enneagram? Well, there, there are tests online or, you know, I'm, I'm a facilitator. So I went through okay. a two-year training. So the person themselves takes the test. Yeah, or they can, I can do it on, in fact, I'm doing a um, special on it this month and for Father's Day. Special? So they can do have a session with me, one-on-one, and yeah. I will type them. Yeah. And then give them, give them an idea of what type they are and they, they ask questions and then we decide together what they think they might be. Uh-huh. And what does that serve? I mean, I'm thinking of an astrological chart. I'm thinking of a, my, my soul therapy protocol. You know, there's a study up upstream, but what does it serve? Um, for example, I'm oh, being okay. the devil's uh, advocate, Fran. Okay. okay. I know. I know yeah. who oh. I am. I know what I'm like. So what, why would it help me for you to tell me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say in a relationship. Yes. And I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring it home to myself. Good. That, so I'm a type two. two uh-huh. two. I'm a helper. I'm a helper. I'm heart. Uh-huh. I'm all heart. Okay. My, my husband is a head type. Uh-huh. So a head type analyzes everything. They're loyal, but they analyze everything. 
Uh -huh. They question everything. Okay. So they live in their head. Right. They process through their head. Mm -hmm. So when I ask a six a question about how they feel. Yes. I say, how do you think you feel? Uh-huh. Do you see the process? Oh, yeah. So Neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, so that way you're not butting up against pressuring them to feel because they normally mm -hmm. think first. Okay, but let's, this is, I can understand this in relation to a couple if you were uh, coaching couples. But in terms of one person, um, does it help when you type that person and then uh, the person comes for a consultation and then she or he talk, talks about their partners? I mean, you don't need to know the Enneagram of both, right? Not necessarily. So let's say, so that it's the idea of understanding your patterns. Okay. Okay. So let's say you are asking yourself, why am I not making that change? Uh-huh. You know, why, why am I not making that shift in my life? Uh-huh. So let's say you come across the Enneagram and you recognize a pattern that you're doing. Right. And you continue to do. Right. And you're not making the change. So would you recognize the pattern and understand how to release it? So that the energy is open, so that you can make those changes, so there's no block. But if you understand the, cognitively what is going on with your resistance, so it's about resisting to change. Okay. Let me ask you this, and I appreciate you being very candid about yourself, you and your husband. Um, as an example, let's say... A person comes to you, does it ever happen that they just refuse the method? You know, when it often happens, if somebody puts a mirror and they show you who you are, you know, many people just say, oh, forget that. And that's not for me. Does, has that happened to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, um, as I say, when you walk through that door, you know, you're opening up another side of you of course this is a this is a choice you know mm -hmm. i'm just suggesting and always if i sense um someone that may not be ready i always say listen this is a suggestion you don't have to do this mm -hmm. so this i said it may not be i may not be right for you but this is mm -hmm. what i see do you, uh -huh. do you relate to that? Or if you don't, that's fine too. No, no hard feelings. Maybe another mm -hmm. time you can, when you're ready to make that shift, we can go down that avenue. Yeah. Um, has it ever happened to you that a client came to you and right off the bat, there was something you sensed? I mean, people who are psychic, they have these, um, these feelings, you know, these reactions. You knew right away it was bad energy, or let's not say bad energy. Let's say it was not going to work with the way you were. It was just not going to work. Has that ever happened? 
I mean, certainly it has. Um, Well, um, if I were to go into my type. Yeah. And I I would say, you know, I would be hurt. But then as you become more conscious and aware, you can't decide for someone. You know, if that's not, if I'm not right for them, I'm not right for them. Then you have to be awake enough to say, hey, thank you for, for showing up and thank you for being there and thank you for showing me what I'm not. Sure. Sure. No, but I mean... <laughs> I mean the opposite. It was you who deci- who had to decide that oh. no, I, I'm not the I'm not the right person for you. Has yes. that ever happened? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's usually I mean I hate to say it, but probably a narcissist personality. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's not- happened to me twice and it's happened to me after I started working with them for quite a bit and it was, um, you know, yeah. It, it, well, you know, there's waste of time, waste of money, you know, right. and you just and bless them and let them right, on their way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now there, um, there is, um, you know, when I work with, um, addiction. Yeah. That's very difficult. Very difficult. Very difficult. And that dark energy, that's very hard. It's very hard. And no matter how yeah. you... I was just thinking of that the other day. I had... Um, I worked with an alcoholic. And I yeah. always... I never knew when she was... Had... You know, was she was drunk or not. And I just had to glean it from her reactions. And... And, you know, it's very embarrassing. And um, then I called it, there was a limit to what you could do, uh, really. Right. It was a limit. And uh, yeah. just too much instability for mm-hmm. anything to work because they have to come with a commitment. They need to commit with your system or, in any case, with their decision. They need to embrace that. Um, let me ask you another question. Uh, with the Enneagram, have you ever decided or are in the process of deciding to use the Enneagram with something that you recently devised or something that you recently found that could be a good match, the Enneagram and something else? I don't know if that, if I made that You mean, how do I use it or how would no, I use no, it? With... No, 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 um, no. Have you, you know, every, I always say to everyone, 10 years ago, I was working in one style, but every year I refine what I do and I integrate it and I change. And I was wondering if um, in relation to the Enneagram, you are currently thinking of expanding its use or using it in tandem with another method. Well, I use it in my own method, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, there's so many methods out there. Um, yeah. But I think that, I'll give you an example. Okay, good. If a client is sitting on the opposite side of me, when it's, yes. I'm in my studio, so it's far right. away. 
and I start um, reading their energy and I see a pattern yes. of thought. Uh-huh. Now, energetically now, right? I can sure. see that the, the pattern. So when I discuss the way they are processing the thought, yes. I suggest, can you understand that thought is energy? So that that thought is a pattern, a continuous loop. And if we take the loop outside of your body mm-hmm. and the attachment to the loop, so where is the attachment? So there's a physical attachment to that thought. Mm-hmm. If we move the energy and the thought outside the body, are you feeling more relaxed? It's like a nuisance guide or a nuisance It's very something. difficult for people to do that. Right. But if, the, if it's like a practical concept, mm-hmm. sometimes they really get it and they understand, oh, sure. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'll give you an example. I, was, I used to do a lot with um, visualization processes and techniques. Mm-hmm. Imagine this, imagine that. But, and I came right. up against a brick wall once when a person said to me, I, I can't imagine it. I can't visualize something. And I didn't think that that was possible at all. And um, I didn't even think of people being blind and trying to visual sign something, you know, not at all. But uh, I would imagine that in that case, that would be similar, in a similar way, difficult for a person to get out of, you know, take that energy and and pull it out of themselves. I Mm -hmm. would think that would be difficult. Yeah, there are. So in that in that position, when I say they, I, I don't see anything, I've had clients say, I don't see a thing. Yeah. You know, I don't understand that. And I said, okay, well, however you process, mm-hmm. just look at it the way you look at it. Mm. It's a language game, isn't it? Um, it, it is. It is. It's just it like, is. I, I can't own what you own. I can't yeah. be what, in your body, but you do what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. So. And when you say the body never lies, uh, what do you mean by that? So, um, as a dancer, mm-hmm. uh, obviously I studied anatomy and and of course, with energy work, I understand acupressure points. Um, so when you have this intimate relationship with the body and you find different places that are um, out of whack mm-hmm. and you learn through the chakra system how things are not flowing, the body is giving you cues uh-huh. and messages. They're, and just like, um, you know, they're medical intuitive will tell you that this is an emotional component to this area or, you know, in your heart or like I had, um, I had uh, stage four cervical cancer. Mm, Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I, um, how long ago? My father, long time ago. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, 19, let's see, 96. Mm. Mm-hmm. Long so enough ago. Fa- yeah, and my father had 
died of prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. So bingo. To me, the body doesn't lie. So there's grief, there's sadness. I had three small children. I'm dealing with my mother's grief, my grief. Mm -hmm. I moved. The body broke down. Mm -hmm. And it sort of assimilated the energy, I think, Mm -hmm. and caused my body to slow down, break down, and Mm -hmm. boom, I had to say, okay, first, second chakras, here you go. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I learned how to shrink cancer cells Mm -hmm. through Rosalind's work. Mm -hmm. So, So the body, the association and the somatic information that the body gives us is just, I call it the body intelligence. Very, very important. I'm um, Feldenkrais practitioner. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we talk somatics and uh, movement is life. So everything is boiled down to movement. And there too, we rely on our voice and um, the way we work is through the voice. And I, I would say, when you say the body never lies, I would say, well, the voice never lies. <laughs> you can tell it's so all, much about all, a person, yeah. the way they speak yeah. and the sound of their voice as well. Well, Fran, this was such a refreshing conversation. It was wonderful. Thank you. Um, yeah. Let me, let me just... Nice to meet you. Oh, it was wonderful to meet you. Let me just go over once again... Um, your website is franbaileyhealer.com and um, you have a book we didn't talk about. Let's talk about that oh. now. Emergence. Reveal yeah, Your yeah, Essence me... is available. Oh, this is, which is available. Right. You don't, this is not visual, right? Yeah. This is, it this could is be, an audio yeah. visual. Yeah, we, we can uh, do both. Okay. Uh, show uh, me, show me. No. So this is my book. Good. Good. Beautiful cover. Yeah. Emergence. And, we uh, have a blue sky, light, a woman in a yoga position, looking up, hair up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it's, they it's, reveal it's your all, essence. When was reveal this published? Reveal your essence. 2019. Okay. Give us a yeah. rundown of the table of contents. Well, it's basically just, it's about energy. It's about, yeah. it was actually channeled um, every day. And uh, someone said, you know, you got to write this down. You got to write this, you got to yeah. make a book. How long you be the whole was system. that period of channeling before publishing uh, the book? Well I've, been, well, I've been teaching for 12 years. Yeah. And here and doing, and they, you know, it's just like so many clients and so much experience. And I oh, think when start you to say, finish, I'm sorry, a- maybe I misunderstood. When you say channeled the book, you were channeling um, messages Years from was- your guides. Well, yes. And also using my intuition as to um, what poems to use, what color to use. It's, it's uh-huh. full of color. I so see. It's all the chakras. I see. Ah, okay. And, nice. and mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, what Beautiful. artists to use. Whoopsie. You can't mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, yeah. Here we could see it. How many pages yeah. do we have? Oh, it's just, you can read it in two hours. It's only like 100 pages. Uh-huh. Okay. And what is here's, the, 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 the fulcrum of the book? Uh, when you say reveal your essence, 
is it a book that teaches us how to understand our essence? Yes, how to understand your essence through the chakra system. Okay. So it's a study of all the chakras, their purpose, their reason, mm -hmm. um, and examples of, of why uh, certain things happened because the heart chakra, you know, or uh -huh. the, in the second chakra or... So the idea is to um, review your life through the yeah. system and look at different experiences that humans have. And then how do you relate to that? How yeah. do, what, yeah. does, what, what do I, what's my body telling me? What's my heart telling me? What's my soul telling me? So I'm, um, I'm looking at Amazon as you were speaking to pull up your book. And I found other books by a friend. Bailey, I'm not sure if that's a common about plants. Is that also you? No, no. Okay, so I the first hit that I have is emergence, and um, it comes right up, comes right up. I'm trying to see if no, I can't see the um, table of contents. I was, that's what I wanted to look at. <laughs> well, it's uh, so it's it's all this first to seventh chakras. Then it's uh -huh. about um, how it's telling you how to activate them. Yes. Is that telling you how to how to run energy? Yeah. Um, how to regenerate your energy? Mm -hmm. How to uh, experience, you know, your body grounded? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really about grounding your body mm -hmm. and going into those higher planes. Uh huh. And uh -huh. connecting with the divine. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for this, and I'll get all of this information down in the. Um, description of the episode and I'll be wanting you back when you have another book. How's that? Oh, great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> might have to wait a while. <laughs> no, I don't we know. don't, we, you don't know. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. know. You never know. <laughs> Thanks again, Fran, for taking the time to talk. All to right. Us. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Okay. Okay.